We are coming to you with the unspoken words. This is a Red Road Perspective. With humility, experience, reflection, and that unique style of indigenous humor, we discuss the issues that affect our mind, body, spirit, and emotional well-being as natives in recovery. Wellbriety. Community, accountability, transparency, and service work. Uh, hope. Hey, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. What job? What job? All right, all right, all right. Unspoken words, episode twenty nine. We are in the house tonight. We're gonna do a little bit of check in, but before we get there, I got a little little icebreaker, a little game for you guys. Oh, before oh, I'm getting way ahead of myself. Let's go over here on my right, <coughs> all the way from Arrow Creek. He's your favorite Indian. JCB, and on my left from LG, the Pod Gotti, Randy B. Say what's up, y'all. Yo, what's up, y'all? What up? What up? What up? What up? What is up, y'all? Hi. What up? The bird, bird, bird. Bird is the bird. It's bird the is the bird. Bird, bird, bird. My kids, and even now, they play that song. Oh, they don't want to play, and then they'll just laugh. It's like <laughs> such a silly song, especially when that guy's like going. Did you ever see the way uh, on that song? <laughs> on which one? The bird is the word song. Oh. Do you ever see the way Peter Griffin dances when he sings that song? <laughs> bird, bird, bird is the word. <laughs> and every time they say it, then he just starts singing that song. It's gonna sound lame, but I never even watched that before. Yeah, me either. Family Guy. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I, I watched a little bit, but I never got engaged into it. Yeah, mm. like if. It came on after I was watching something, like a bas- NBA game or something, and it came on. I'd watch it, but I don't go out of my way. Yeah. Like, I don't, oh, it's going to be on. I don't 6 know. p.m. Eastern time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all that, but if it's on, I'll definitely watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And the weird thing is, too, like, like uh, everybody else always asking me, how do you remember, or how, do you, how come you memorize all that? And it's like, like I memorize it. It's just that I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Know what I mean? It's so kind of like that useless information. Yeah, that useless uh, information. But yeah. I don't know, like I, like the information I could have used, like in high school. How come I don't remember all that? Right, <laughs> right, because you had to. But I can remember these monologues from Scooby Doo from thirty years ago or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm the same way. I guess the only one that I watched like that was like The Simpsons. Oh, okay. But then that kind of wore off too, bro. They got like. 30 years of that so they're predicting the future but that's because i see like i can you know like it's something that i watched when i was young so i still like still kind of relate yeah 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 kind of relate so there. sort of an affinity for it yeah kind of familiar with it yeah there you yeah. go i know there's this cartoon on disney network it's called peanut and pickle and it's just kind of like real kind of like slapstick kind of dark like ren and stimpy was oh yeah and, and I'm like I, I sat there and I watched like four episodes and I was like, "Whoa!" I just watched four episodes. I didn't even realize it. But like I used to do that with Ren and Stimpy when it came on too, like okay. on the TV. Okay. Like it was just kind of like weird and it was kind of out there. Um, so I sat there and I just watched it. I don't even think I laughed. I was just like, "What's going on here?" <laughs> There's a peanut and a pickle walking around, <laughs> talking to each other on these adventures. I don't know, it's kind of weird. Anyway, going to our game here. So we're going to play, what song is it then? All right. 
<clears throat> we need like a little jingle for that. Mm. What song is it then? What song yeah. is yeah, it We're going jingle. <laughs> Mr. Our, Jingles here. So. Our, our other producer over there. Yeah. We need a jingle for that. Yeah, we do. Yeah. What song is it then? And then. And then. And then. And then. What song is it then? And then All right. You guys ready? That. Warmed yeah. up? Yeah. The I'm bells good. and the whistles. <clears throat> okay. Oh, oh wait, wait. Oh. I just, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ooh, man, I was ready to go. <laughs> right before he jumped. I know. But so do we wait up. till you're done or do we raise our hands or do we just blurt it out or what? No, um, wait till I'm done. Okay. Because then it, your your opinion might change. Like this guy thought Vanilla Ice was Snoop Dogg. That <laughs> <laughs> was the way you were I delivering it. <laughs> I know the way he says and it too. S N double O J. Okay. S N double O J. Unique New York. Unique New York. Unique New York. Are your gentlemen ready? Here we go. Yes, sir. Talk to me softly. There's something in your eyes. Don't hang your head in sorrow. And please, don't cry. I know how you feel inside. I've been there before. Something's changing inside you. And don't you know? JC. I'm raising my hand. Yeah. Uh, don't cry. Yeah. Bye. Guns and Roses. Yep. Okay. And I didn't even realize he it knew was it in right there. off the bat. The, the, well, the title the title was in the <laughs> what did you say? Oh, what did you say? I what said you, right in the middle. <laughs> no, I was Put listening. Your phone away. Like, no, it is. It was the way. I, I, <laughs> it was the way as he's putting it away. <laughs> no, I was listening. He was like trying like, to Google it. <laughs> thought I was distracted. He's <laughs> 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 busted, bro. <laughs> it is the way. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sleeping? Amen. 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 I was praying. Yeah. Oh my god. No, I was listening, but I'm like, what wow. part of that wasn't the? <laughs> he said it though, and it was like, like right, right, right in the middle. It says, "Don't hang your head in sorrow, and please don't cry." Okay. Remember, it's like a real slow song. Like, okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Our second song, our warm-up for what song is it then? My baby knows me better than I do. Funny how a woman has that over a man. I can do anything with her by my side or with her beside me. Learning, leaning on her. It's a love without end. Amen. <laughs> Leaning on her where I, I make my stand. I don't know. It sounds like a country song, though. Yeah. You're on, you're on the right track. I don't know country much, but it is country song. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Can you read? I'll read the yeah. second verse. Okay. I, don't I can't read the chorus because I'll give it away. <clears throat> my daddy. Was a wild one, but when he, he was younger, everybody told my mama he'd be hard to tame. Full of himself, he said, "Sir, to nobody." But you ought to see him come running when mama calls his name. Calls a name, please. <clears throat> I did. I just tell you guys. You're gonna have to. <laughs> right. have to. We're not no. 
Is, uh, I'm not. A, I don't listen to country, so I'm. Love sorry. of a woman, Travis Tritt. Oh, I would. I knew it was that. an '80s artist. I never would have got that. You wouldn't have. Uh. Uh-uh. That's one of my favorite jams. That one and here's a quarter. Sing it for us. Here's a quarter. Oh, here's a quarter. No, the tra- the uh, the one that you just. Uh, man, I can't put my. Once you once you do like the melody, I could probably. Okay. <clears throat> I get this phlegm out. Says my baby knows me better than I do. Funny how a woman has that over a man. I can do anything with her right beside me. Leaning on her is where I make my stand. I got rejected up. No, I don't remember that one. <laughs> where would we be? Without the love of a woman. Oh, okay. Standing behind her man, even when he's wrong. <clears throat> I, I think I remember that now. Yeah, I, but I still school. I still never would have got that. Okay, moving on. Let's do one we all know. Um, <laughs> this is the day that the Lord has, has made. made. And now we'll buy. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> You're not supposed to do the chorus. I'm going to tell you how good God is. <laughs> What'd you say, JC? Power? <laughs> power? Power. 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 Wonder working power in the blood. In the blood. Of the Lamb. Of the Lamb. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we are recording on Sunday, so we had to throw it in there. <laughs> no, it's Thursday today. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. It's Thursday. Thursday yes. <laughs> to you, it could be Friday if you're listening to oh, this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For all we know, it could this be. This is episode 29. That's what day it is. Three o'clock in the morning. Yes, Monday. sir. Did Weird. you notice that there was some like recording or people listening, downloading, or between like two in the morning to like four in the morning there's like high downloads a lot of traffic yeah that could be on like from people from other countries though right oh yeah true that but then or people in their security jobs true yeah like grave um graveyard shift yes people tuning in all night stalkers at walmart yes true Oh, I took that the totally the wrong I, way. I said it the wrong way. <laughs> Overnight stalkers. All night stalkers. I was like, whoa, man, that's creepy. If There's you're pretty, city. my address is no longer. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a pretty. pretty single woman, my address is not. <laughs> Don't be coming around my address, which is. 310 North 27th Street. <laughs> <laughs> That is not my address. <laughs> and I will not be there between 3 and 5 tomorrow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, well. I think you have another song, or was that it? That was it. That was it. But I can I can freeze that one for real. All right. Okay. This one's going to be easy. It's real easy. <clears throat> um, <laughs> on a dark desert highway, cool wind in my hair. Warm smell. Pina colada. Go ahead. What is it, Jason? That's Hotel California. Yeah. <laughs> Real easy. Two pina coladas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how that song goes anyway, bro. 
on a dark desert highway to Pina Colada. This is the remix. You can check out any time you want, but you can't ever leave. Oh, man. Okay. Here we go. Hey, nice warm-up. Let's, I just say we just go right into our topic here and just let it flow like a Sunday cruise. So, DJ, why don't you hit me with that beat? Ayo, let's get into our topic. Ayo, let's get into our topic. All right, all right, all right, all right. This is Unspoken Words, episode 29. And today, tonight, um, we are going to do like a check-in. We're going to check in with each other. We're going to get our opinions. We're going to get our perspectives on how we feel so far coming up into this point with the podcast, with our walk on the red road, with our relationship, with our higher power, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Yada, 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 dot, dot, dot. Yep. And we're going to cross all the T's and dot all the I's. Or we might dot all the T's and cross all the I's. One of them. Anyway, I'll go first. And I just wanted to check in on the podcast. I think it's like opened up for me definitely something that's been on my mind. It was was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Salt and pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Um, no, my thing was like to start a part, like a, my, it started out with an idea of like starting a radio station to broadcast, like not necessarily me be on there and disc jockey and play jams and stuff like that. Not necessarily that, but to just like broadcast those services out on a radio station in the evening times. Um, say like, you know, Bellings Urban Indian Health and Wellness Center has a grief recovery group tonight. Go check it out. Um, blah, blah, blah. This agency's got this going down. You can get this here. You can get that there for like, you know, just like urban natives or anybody in Bellings community. That was the original idea behind all that. And then that idea morphed into like a podcast and then <clears throat> it was going to happen fall of 2019. It didn't happen. And then fall of 2020 it happened mid-pandemic it happened and it's been cool like just to um not only get my ideas and voice out there with these two gentlemen but to like just to have a platform and just to come and like talk about whatever we want to talk about and to get some cool feedback from these two gentlemen and then we're going down this path with the podcast and trying to grow this pad, trying to grow our fan, trying to go grow our fan base and trying these dreams are starting to pop up like, oh, we could do this. We could do that. <clears throat> but then also like doors are opening up. People are asking us to come in and like, like we went to Colorate, uh, the local news station here and they asked us to do an interview for their podcast. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And I'm just like. It's like what JC always says. It's like we're just three kid, three res kids with a tape recorder. But, I mean, we must be saying something, right? In order for the local news station to be like, come in and record an, and or do an interview anyway. But with that, I'll quit rambling, and I'm just going to pass it on to whoever wants to jump in. 
<clears throat> JC looks like he's ready to go. So let me lay something down real quick. This is how it is. No. <laughs> no, man, I mean I, I I agree with all that. For me, you know, I had I had this sort of wild idea a long time ago, even when I was still locked up. And at the time I thought, man, that that's gotta be the farthest thing that I could ever reach for. But I still had that desire, I still had that dream, I still had those thoughts. And then I don't know, I one day I just, I mean, I probably said this in the in- introduction, but I, I mentioned it to Josiah, man, we should have a podcast. So, oh yeah, we tried to, we were going to do that and we got all the stuff and then we were talking about it and then we kind of put it up on the shelf and next thing you know, we got uh, talking to Randy and he said the same thing. Oh man, we should have a podcast. And then boom, we all just looked at each other like, yeah. Word. And yes. for me, that, and for me, that's when it all came together and then. Just one thing after another. I mean, we started out raw, like out in the cathedral. In the, is that what they call it? Yeah. Sanctuary. 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 <laughs> yeah, out, that's what it is. Out <laughs> in the Holy Ghost room, and um, and then we went to the hot room, and we and we had, we had a lot of technical difficulties back then. It sounded like we were broadcasting from a cave, <laughs> and you know, we're broadcasting. From our ancestors, yeah, it was rough. It was, yeah, but it all came together, and then you know, just man, just it's crazy what what it's brought. And for me, it like it's always been about you know, just all I got. Like I told, like I always say, I don't, I'm not an uh, expert on anything. All I got is what I experienced. All I got is my opinion, and all I got is my thoughts on things. And that's what I have to offer. And if that helps somebody, then yeah, that's freaking awesome because that's. For me, that's one of the biggest things right now. I want to help other people to overcome, you know, <clears throat> the things that they're struggling with. Because I've been there. I've done that. And with these two by my side, I just, that, I'm just i just becoming that much more powerful. And, you know, and like Josiah said, all these things started coming. They're asking us to talk at certain events. They're at, other podcasts are contacting us. Can we... Can you come in and help, or you know, talk to us, or talk on our 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 episode, platform. Our, our platform, our podcast, and and, I, and, I, yeah. and you know, and it's just such an amazing thing that when that happened, I thought he was playing a joke. I thought, yeah, yeah right. But no, man, it's true, and it, and you know, we started getting um donations. We started getting all this, you know, um, uh. Capital. Yeah, these things that we can, you know, we can start um, improving our our technical side of it. And then, of course, there's always you, you, the listener, who supports us and, you know, gives us the thumbs up. And, you know, we get a lot of feedback from our families and friends locally and stuff. We'd like to hear from other people outside of, you know, maybe the Montana area, wherever you're from. Holler at us. But, yeah, I'll quit rambling now and pass it on to... <laughs> The pod gotti, because otherwise I'll keep going, bro. Because it's time for me to ramble. <laughs> Come on, let's get like, to rambling. He looks like he's ready to ramble. <laughs> Bring in the ruckus. <laughs> no, but that, but I was similar to you guys because I, I was in a spot in it, and I was tired of just sitting still, you know? Like 2020 happened, everything had stopped, but it's crazy that in the middle of all this stillness, a plan formed. Like, I, I had already started talking to a few friends of mine about starting a podcast and and getting like i started getting things you know bit by bit ring lights and computers and you know stuff like that and then in the middle of the pandemic we started doing the youtube stuff 
Yep. And then we just started talking, and it was only natural that we stepped into the realm that we're in now. And it's crazy because I look at it, and I'm like, dang, like this was ordained because without any effort, multiple doors started opening. Word. And we, it, but it took us to step out of our boat, if you will. Like once we took a step of faith that like people believed in what we were doing and, and the whole, like at the end of the day, all we, all I desire to do is give hope to those that are hopeless. Mm-hmm. All I desire to do is, is inspire somebody to make the right decision. Amen. So all I, all I desire to do is, is, is hopefully encourage somebody that's feeling a little bit discouraged saying that I might not be where you're at, but I've been in somewhere similar and this is how I succeeded this is how i overcame and if that helps you man awesome if not so what we're gonna keep going we're gonna keep stepping and and that's the beautiful thing like i didn't realize like so many people were listening to us but now that we're looking at the numbers and we're looking at you know like like these gentlemen were saying like these different doors opening and these different flat platforms becoming available for us to use and grow like dude it's so awesome like for me like you know, I look at it and I'm like, dang, like, who would really value my voice? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like, you know, all I love to do is sit back, crack jokes and, you know. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, it's like, but there, it's crazy because we just come in here and we be ourselves and it's effective out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me, like, that brings fulfillment, like being a part of something from the infancy stages and we still are in infancy. Mm-hmm. But just seeing the possibilities, and I'm like, dang, like, why didn't we start this five years ago? Right. You know, why didn't we start this a year ago? Yeah. But then it, it's like, even when our paths crossed, like, that was all ordained. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And then it just, like, the YouTube videos, like, it was it was kind of constant. Yeah. They were, they were kind of, you know? And then now it's like, man, it's like, just meeting two other individuals who are consistent in their sobriety. Mm. who are disciplined in showing up on certain days at certain times and seeing where that goes. Like, man, the possibilities are endless. And for me, like, I remain thankful for that. You know, it keeps me, like, it reminds me that we're doing something positive, mm-hmm. which yep. is all we can ask for at the end of the day. That's right. <clears throat> Must be doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> There's the neck flaps. <laughs> neck did flaps. Did you notice he he said flaps? <laughs> I know. That's why I smiled. I just, I just about did it, but he was on a roll, so yeah. I let him go. Said, oh, that's what you guys are doing. Yeah. I know. I was like, what are these guys? I, don't no, know. I was like, I tried not to laugh because you're, you're preaching, preacher. <laughs> I was getting it in, so he couldn't, couldn't didn't want to disturb all that. <laughs> but, you know, there's times, man, when I'm sitting there, like, at night, and I think about, you know, like like you said, how we all came together just at the right time. And then we started doing this and then things started clicking. And then I stopped trying to figure it out. Yeah. Like, man, like, how, like, what is that? Yes. Yeah. And it like, like I, you know, we all say it in our own way, you know, like it's divine intervention. All right. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. And I think, you know, like I mentioned before, like it fell apart when I was trying to, um, trying to launch it before. I mean, I think it was meant to, like, you know, this is what was supposed to happen, not that other one. You yeah. Know what I mean, and that's just, I mean, nothing against anybody at all. That was a part of that, trying to launch that first one. But I really um, like to give that shout out to Reverend Michael Mulberry because he was, like, believed in me and, like, you know, 
he was the pastor here at, the, at that time, and he went out and bought that equipment. Yeah, man. Shout out Mr. Mulberry. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, you know, that's how it really got started. <clears throat> um, and then, you know, his predecessor, I mean, his um, the person that replaced him, was that not predecessor, right? No, no, that's the... Oh. Anyway, you know, Reverend Harmon, Lisa Harmon, you know, like, just letting, nurturing that. Yeah. And, like, not interfering with anything, but, hey, you guys, this was meant for you guys. You guys go with it. Boom, boom, until... We were to get able to get to the spot where we could get our own equipment, you know. Nice equipment, too. Nice equipment and stuff. And then she's like, hey, there's an office space up there. You guys want to use it, you know? Yeah, man. Like, like all the pieces all. of the puzzle just fit together perfectly. <clears throat> and even, like, when that happened, like, I was just, like, in shock. Like, I didn't really believe it. Kind of like how what you guys said about the news station thing. When she said, yeah, that office series, you guys can go start recording there anytime. And I was just kind of like, uh, I was, I don't know, in shock or disbelief. And then she told you when you were coming in that Thursday we are going to record because I was just going to tell you guys there since so she said this, but I don't know. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I was yeah. going to say that, but then she already said it to you too. And then, like, that was kind of like confirmation for me. Like, oh, for what is real. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> she just, like, openly told you. You know, I was just like, whoa. So shout out to Reverend Harmon, Reverend Mulberry, you know, for yes. believing in us. And I know those prayers for us are coming in. You guys deserve a standing ovation, yes, and a lot more love. So, um, you know, and a lot of, that was a big part of it that you guys, you know, believed in us and and you know, <clears throat> for my recovery too. Uh, both Reverend Harmon, Reverend Mulberry, and they believed in me. Just this kid, just this res kid. You know, I'm I'm not anybody special. I'm not nobody, but they seen something in me and they believed in me. Yes, you know and. That's a huge part of, you know, like, why I'm still sitting here um, in recovery. Because I had these complete strangers probably listen to me talk somewhere, and then they're like, man, believe in that guy. Better invest in that guy. Yeah. You know? And I, that's crazy to me. You know, that's that. That's a God thing. I'm always saying that to them, like, too. Like, that's a God thing. You know, that they're in my lives, and that we're able to help each other. Definitely. Yes. <clears throat> but, and I always find that kind of like for me personally when like when you say oh man somebody saw something in me like I can't see it myself Mm -hmm. but then some I know I've had you know a lot of people just you know all of a sudden believe in me yes and say this is you know essentially giving me that responsibility of someone who would be worthy of it and you know being in my addiction for so long being so messed up in the head emotionally spiritually all four of those uh, corners that we talk about, I'm not used to it. Yeah. So at first, you know, I was kind of, <laughs> you know, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? That's too much, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, I don't believe that, you know, my creator would give me things that I can, you know, doesn't give you things that you can't handle. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, you know, you got to build that strength. You got to build that whatever it is that they see. And even though I can't see it in me myself, I know that there's other people around me. Just they they don't even come out and say it, but the things that they give me and the things that they you know how they I guess treat me now is it's way different. And I got so many people like I mean you two, uh, my parents. Um, there I mean there's just so many people that just that are out there and that say yeah we we know 
Because mm-hmm. how many times have we tried this? How many times have we done this, you know, and then went back? Oh, yeah. And then, but but this time it's different. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say. And, I, yeah. and, and you know me, like, it's hard for me to be at a loss for words. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Like, but I get so, you know, emotional and choked up about it. Like, I just... I don't know what to say. I don't know how to, f- I mean, I know how to feel. I'm, I'm absolutely grateful. It's just that I don't know how to express it because I don't understand it. Like I'm not yeah, used yeah, to it. Yeah. And it's just, it's just crazy to see, like you look back and, and we're on episode 29 now, but we remember how episode one started. Yeah. And then we remember like the first few episodes, yeah. like how, you know, we were learning each other. <laughs> and then now it's like, man, like you come in and you just turn it on and, Everybody's ready to rock and everybody's ready to roll. Like we just focus yeah. and we just continue to put one foot in front of the other and, and we've already gained momentum. Yeah. You know, like once we, like the hardest part of doing this was launching. Yeah. <laughs> but we, it, it was like, and even, you know, like you look back on it and you're like, man, I wish things were different, but it happened the way that it was supposed to. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then seeing like, man, like from humble beginnings, you know. Like, I'm reminded of a scripture. It says, despise not the day of small beginnings. Yeah, word. But when we, you know, once we hit year one, like, we can look back and be like, dang, like, this is where we were. Mm-hmm. Like, we shared equipment, you know? Yeah. We shared. We we recorded in, in, the, in the tabernacle first, and then that didn't work out. So we moved into the heater room, and, <laughs> man, it was hot in there. <laughs> you dark know? and hell is hot. Yeah. Like, just. <laughs> hell is hot. Yeah. yeah, like <laughs> DMX album. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> but we moved into the heater room, and it's like dog, like. And then now we got an office, we got a studio, and it's like, yeah. dude, everything like the sound improved, the the equipment was like an upgrade, and and we got, huge. yeah, like a huge upgrade, and the board was an upgrade, and and man, like things are still happening, like. The, the 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 station that we sit around is going to change, you know. And it's like, if no, I remember to bring somebody, it in. Would, somebody yeah. would bring a table. <laughs> we bought a table, and you know these doors are opening, and finances are coming, and dude, it's crazy. Like to think where we started. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And for me, I like even when it gets tough. Like I'm like, man, you know what, man, that's awesome. Thank you. Uh-huh. Like just yeah. to be grateful. Like remain in the state of like. Even when, you know, the going gets tough and it's like, man, you know what? We're doing something awesome. Yeah. The tough get going. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, and then people hitting you up like, hey, this and that. And you're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things like that, people hitting us up. Um, man, I got like, you know, parents. Hey, you should invite my kid to your, your podcast page. They really need to hear that stuff. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, that's crazy. Um <clears throat> I'm just like, okay. So then, like, our friend, whoever it is, like, I don't even know them. And then they'll accept my, they must, their parents must tell them or something, you know, because then, uh, then they, like, you know, they accept my friend request and I invite them to our Facebook page and stuff. And then they like it and whatever. Yeah. And I was just like, whoa, man, that's kind of crazy. Like, and I, you know, I don't, like I said, I don't think, I don't think I'm anything special. Um, yeah. I try to stay, I try to have that humility, <laughs> you know? I practice, I practice humility. Yeah, so if you guys want to see, you want an example of humility, just look at me. I say that in all humility. I say that with all the humility that I have. <laughs> the humility of my ancestors. 
But yeah, on the flip side too, like I remember that kind of started like at when I was at Crow Fair a couple of years ago, and I forgot something at our camp, and I was like, I gotta go back to it was like right after Grand Entry. I think I forgot my kids something for their dance outfit, so I had to walk back and grab it. Thank and, you for not saying regalia. Yeah, dance outfit, and um, so I walked back to the camp, which should have took me like ten minutes max. You know, walk over there and walk back. But I, it took me an hour because, like, three people, different ones stopped me and were, like, started talking about, man, I don't want to get into recovery or, hey, I've been sober, like, 20, 20 days, man. And they started talking to me. Like, three different people stopped me in my tracks and, like, yelled my name and came over and started talking to me. And I thought that was, and I can't, what what should have took me a 10-minute walk was, like, I came back at it, and like, an hour later. And then my lady was, like, what took you so long? And I was, like, man, there's, like, three people stopped me and they're talking about their recovery and stuff. I was, like, man, that's pretty Crazy. Funny how that works out, huh? That's dope, man. And, you know, all jokes aside, that, you know, we are truly honestly saying this in all humility. Like, (laughs) I think think, um, the the message for me going, or the message for me is that, you know, if I'm sitting here just some res kid and I can do this, you know, you listening, you can go and do great things yourself. You just got to put one foot in front of the other. Like Randy said, the hardest part was that launch. You got to take that first step. Yeah. And, you know, and we're, and really, you know, we we're, we're putting ourselves out there. You hear a lot of us, like, you know, things that we wouldn't have told anybody yes. face to face, you know, 10, yeah, yeah, five, yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, But now we're just, we're just recording it and just putting it out there into the cloud. Now yes. anybody can hear it. Yeah. And that's not easy sometimes, but we're still doing it in the hopes that, like Randy said, we can help. Yeah. Like Josiah said, man, we can we can affect people's lives just by talking. Yes, yeah. and I've I've even had you know um, conversations with people who are older than me, elders, and I've had their attention just talking, yeah. just about you know what we're doing here, about what we're doing in our recovery circles, about what you know I learned from you two. Mm-hmm. just talking and I just have their attention and they're looking at me and they go, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then at the end they say, thank you for sharing or, Oh, that's, those are really good words. Yeah. And I find, and then I just blows me away. Like, wow, did I just, cause sometimes I'll talk and then I think afterwards and I was like, wow, did I just say that? Yeah. 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 And I'm like, where did that come from? And you know, it's weird. It's just crazy. Yeah. I think it's like, <clears throat> um, back to that whole thing. Like we're just, you know, definitely like, Humility, you know. I mean, I'm joking about it before, but <laughs> not me. I'm bad, but it really was some beginnings, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, and we're like part of that. You know, we're just trying to share our experience, strength, and hope. Um, you know, that's what we're called to do in the rooms, and then I'm walking on the red road is just to share that because we can't keep what we have unless we give some of it away. Yes, and this is where this is part of our service. We're part of our giving it, giving back. You know, we share, we share our recovery, hitting you with our real life. Oh, yeah. You sure. know, and, and nothing is polished. It's just like the hardest part, like I said, was the launching. And we didn't even know, like, how to do it. We had, like, huh. this outline. And then we were like, okay, you do this, you do that, whatever. But then in that uh, in that journey, we found our groove. Oh, yeah. You know, you found what worked and what doesn't Yeah, for us. Oh, yeah. And I think that was, like, the most important thing because now we come into the studio and chit chat a little bit and then we're like okay let's go let's go and, then, and you know what's funny too let's is like, do this. Yeah. like before when we used to hit the record then we felt like we had to be on yeah yeah 
But now it's like we hit the record button and it's just almost mid conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yep. you know, just us chopping it up about something. Just yeah. organic. Yeah, and I find myself, you know, throughout my whole daily life, you know, outside of the podcast, I'm always looking for a mic to talk into. <laughs> I <was kidding. laughs> I always tell people when they want me to speak, wait until everybody shows up and give me the microphone. <laughs> so, tell stories and get testimonies until it's packed. Yeah, until it's packed, and then you call me up. <laughs> Nothing less than a packed room. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys can tell by now, man. We can't stay serious for more than five minutes. <laughs> That's not fun, though. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. so, like, as far as you know, like, um, this is like has helped me out tremendously with my walk on a red road. Mm-hmm. You know, just sitting here and hearing your guys's experience, strength, and hope. Yes, hearing your guys' perspective, I'm like, whoa. That's pretty cool. Like, you know, um, I think um, almost every episode, it's like take little bits and pieces, kind of like how how you go, how you're supposed to go into like a, a self-help meeting, how you're supposed to go into a talking circle. You go and you go in and look for similarities. Yeah. Um, and then you're going to get something out of that meeting. But if you go in looking for differences, then you're going to you're going to find a reason why Oh, that didn't work for me. I'm going to. I'm not going to go back. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's kind of the mentality that I've been taking on. Like, come here. There's like a meeting for me. Which technically, all meetings kind of go. It is kind of a little mini meeting. And that that was, uh, I had somebody reach out to me and they said, like, they they used our podcast as like a self-help. Yeah. Which was awesome because, you know. Yeah. It's like, man, like us, like seeing them in, in, in their situation and. Everybody has technology today, and they, they were able to download the the thing, the app on their phone and listen to us, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and, and wanting to listen and, and wanting, like, wanting to hear. Yeah. Because they wanted to be encouraged. And, and, and just like you said, man, like, you can't never, you can't receive more if you don't give out what you already have. Yeah. You know, and, and I feel like this podcast allows me to remain accountable and that mm-hmm. strengthens me in my sobriety. Yeah. You know, because I'm accountable. Like, I'm accountable to, to this. Like, it helps me in my walk remain disciplined. For sure. Yeah. And I think, like, a huge part of that, like, <clears throat> um, I think I said it, like, early on. Like I said, I'm just going to treat this podcast like how I treated the talking circles. Like, if, it's, if we're supposed to be here at a certain time on a certain day, I'm going to be there. You know, regardless. And that's like, um, I'm out of town traveling. <laughs> but, uh, and that's what I do with the talking circles, you know. Like if it's 7.30 every Thursday, I'm supposed to be there. All right, I'm going to be there. Yep. No matter what, I'm going to be there. Unless, you know. Um, and I know you've had a busy week, but it's so awesome to have you here on a Thursday. Oh, yeah. Just so, man. It's been, getting, it's been getting crazy for me. I always feel like, man, sometimes I walk in here and I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> you know, like I'm like I'm tired, like mentally, like kind of drain. But once we get going, man, then then you know, the energy comes. I'm like, all right, man, I'm gonna record an episode. Yes, get some laughs in there. Yes, sir. Tell a little bit of jokes. I <clears throat> I got to show up because I just don't want to be the only one that doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, like I mean, I get that too. Like because I have to get up so early to go to work. 
And then when I sometimes, and I, especially now with uh, taking those nerve pain meds, they yeah. kind of make me kind of groggy. Oh, yeah. But after work, you know, I take a nap. And then on Thursdays, <clears throat> got to be here at a certain time. Oh, man, if I nap too long, then I come in here all just sluggish and blah. And, I and don't that. you hate that? And yeah. I'm thinking, man, I don't know if I got the energy. You know, I don't know if I can put out that energy that I think that I, you know, the people need. Yeah. But then as soon as we go, as soon as we hit record, then all of a sudden something kicks in. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I can do this. I mean, I'm, I'll be all right. But Find another gear. Find another gear. Find a, find that extra, yes, that extra, extra battery. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of naps, you ever take those naps and you just like fall into a deep sleep and then you wake up and you're like, you don't know who you are or what century it is. <laughs> Man, it's been those a long weird. time since, yeah, it's been a long time since I had one of them. Oh, really? I just had one on like Friday. Man, it was like afternoon. I clocked out from <laughs> what work. What century it is? <laughs> Man, you never wake up and you're just like, man, you don't know what's going on. Or those naps when you when you lay down late, like early evening, and then you wake up and it's the next day already. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I've I've t- taken naps and then like after work and then woke up and thought, oh man, I'm late for work. You know, but oh, yeah, not yeah. like you know, like I was in the 1700s or something. <laughs> that used to happen to me like at least once a month, like where I would sleep like 12 hours. You know? Oh wow. Um, but that don't it well, hasn't you, happened you, in a long time. You know, they 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 call what do they call it? Sleep debt. Yeah. Oh, sleep so, debt. Yeah, so you know, if you if you're not getting enough rest, eventually your body's gonna say, "Hey, you're gonna get that rest." That's how I was last weekend though, because mm. I got a nap in on Saturday and Sunday. Oh wow! You know, naps are my favorite. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind. It's just, <laughs> it's just that I over nap. No, I, I I hear you though. Like when you're, uh, like when you get in good too. Like you get in a deep sleep, and then you're like, and then you wake up, and you're like, oh man, like, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Still Why do I gotta be up? <laughs> <laughs> like I was like that this morning when I woke up. I was like, "Shoots, man! I gotta preach today." Yeah, I'm like, man. <laughs> when is the day like I can just sleep till like eight, nine o'clock? Mm. I remember like in my high school years, like I was never up before ten, eleven o'clock. Yeah, and yeah. now it like I can't even sleep that long. You know, like when exactly like man sleeping till seven a.m. Yeah. Sleeping in for it's me. Sleeping in. Yeah. I wouldn't go that far. About eight, nine is sleeping in. Uh, well, for me, for me, it's about me, seven. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, but I know that I know Josiah gets up at like four o'clock in the morning or something like that. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. What's the trying, time between five and six? I'm trying up. to shoot those group texts. <laughs> I know. I, and, then, and then Randy's got to answer, and then they go back and forth, and I'm sitting there trying to sleep, and my phone just. Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's these two because like, <laughs> sun ain't even out yet. Uh, that's what I usually like at nighttime when I go to sleep. Uh, I usually throw it on silent. <laughs> I don't because man, I am in a night owl and I'm an early worm. Yeah. So that's that's my dilemma. I think that my my thing is like I I like as far as creativity and stuff. I I might do my best work at night. Yeah. Did I say early worm? I mean early bird. Yeah, early worm. I said early worm. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Randyism. 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 <laughs> You guys didn't even catch it. Just <laughs> no, I caught it. I just laughed. <laughs> yeah, then, like, yeah. The other thing, too, is like when we're, I like to listen to these podcasts, too, like listen back, and then there's things that I catch that we don't catch the first time. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about bubble guts. And I know. Randy was like, I didn't know that. And then Josiah was like, you mean you just went around with the bubble guts? <laughs> I know. I just like, I just reacted. intolerant? It was like, I, I was just thinking out loud, you just go around with the BGs. <laughs> No, I didn't catch like, that the first time. Uh. I'm just like, how are you? Like, that's weak. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
Milk's good for you. Drink it. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> Even with the side effects, no. You really got to love that dairy. Yeah. Mm. But that, you get that, that from ice cream? Um, I don't know. Not really. I don't know. It's like kind of weird. Sometimes it's like out of the blue, like it happens. But then like, like I can eat pizza and I have dairy and stuff and like nothing. But just then a like a glass of milk. And then, yeah, if it's just like, like I don't drink milk. Um, I don't know. It's weird. Like, I have no idea. Maybe it's the brand or whatever, but. Mm. Mm. So what's your favorite ice cream? Favorite? No, I don't have ice cream. I don't have a favorite, but you know what I did get the other day? Well, this is probably a couple of weeks ago, but. Favorite ice cream treat. So they, you know, softies, Depends right? Depends on where you go, yeah. At the end of, yeah. man, they got a, it's it's like a blizzard. I can't remember what they call it. Blizzard. They call it something else. Yeah. Blizzard. Yeah. But it's like a blizzard type thing, but they put red hots in there. What? Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, and they got um, green apple. Really? You can get green yeah. apple in there, too. Oh, wow. I know at Softies you can get a peanut butter milkshake, man. It's bombio. Yeah. Peanut butter milkshake? I love peanut butter. Oh, man. But as far as favorite, I, I don't have, I just love ice cream. No. Yeah, we love our cold treats. Me and my, yeah, we get, uh, actually, that's where we're going after this because it's so nice. I think I will, too. But <laughs> um, but it depends on where I go. Like, if we go to Dairy Queen, I like the Royal Cheesecake. Mm, yeah, if we yeah. go to Softies, I like the grape, uh, just the ice cream grape. Really? And then, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there's also the um, the calf or whatever. The what? That, like it's like a it's called the calf or the cow, and um, what it is is like a mixture of like slushy and then ice cream. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. they call it something oh, else really? at uh, yeah. Dairy Queen. They got yeah, that. I just say there's like meat in there. I was like, yeah. <laughs> but then like when we go to like Big Dipper, some eight like, one. Yeah, when we go to like Big Dipper, I love the tangerine sorbet. Mm. And it's fire. Man, I haven't been to Big Dipper. I work downtown too, man. I don't even go downtown. They're kind of weird though because like their um their banana splits or something weird over there. I forgot what oh like the Starship or something. Oh, and they're not like the one you would get at like Dairy Queen, you know, like oh. the simple. Yeah, it's like I like I like simple. Yeah, yeah, I like simple. Do you I don't go like to that, that that Cold Stone Creamery. Yeah, love Cold Stone. I went to the one in Bozeman and I, <clears throat> when I was staying up there, and man, I thought that was real good. So I tried the one down here one time. But within the last couple of years, they you know how they mix it up on the yeah. thing. Yeah. Man, they gave it to me. It was all halfway melted. And for real? Yeah, it kind of killed it for me. Yeah. Probably just a bad, uh, just too, a bad rep. Too warm in there. Yeah, I've been yeah. on this peanut butter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or like the 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 one that was fixing up your thing was didn't know how to do whack. it. Yeah. yeah, they're probably whack. So so here's a fun but useless fact. You know, ice cream actually raises your body temperature. Oh, where? Because you got to digest it? Because there's fat in it. Oh, oh, that's... Yeah, it's crazy. When I li- used to live in Arizona, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but my um, my buddy, his name was Andrew... Br- his name is Andrew Brown. But um, he would tell us, like, we would go and get hot coffee, and it'd be like 100-something degrees. Yeah. Or we'd drink hot coffee on the way to the studio, because I guess it kind of regulates your body temperature, too. Hmm. Where was this <clears throat> at? In Arizona, Phoenix. Yeah, I... I spent a month in Temp in Tempe. Yeah, on the ASU campus in the middle of I think it was like June, but man, it was like miserable, miserable. Like yeah. like that dry mm. heat, like you know the pavement. Even at night when you walk around, and yeah. you start the heat's coming up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like holy cow! I'll give you when you go swimming at nighttime. It's so hot. You really? try to you try to wash your windows and then it just dries. Yeah. Oh man. That's that weather you can like fry an egg on the sidewalk or whatever. Oh, yeah. Or the worst is if you go to your car and you don't have, and it's already like 10, 11 o'clock, right, in the morning. 
and your car is leather. Oh, got them pleather seats. Yeah, and it's like, dude, like, yeah, it's like trying, like trying to sit down in a hot tub. Yeah, <laughs> people say, well, it's not, it, well, it's dry heat, and it's like, I don't care, hundred degrees, hundred degrees to me. <laughs> Slowly dip. Slowing dip. <laughs> That's when you could like, you know, take that tradition of putting a blanket on your seat and just carry on a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> Throw it on your car seat. But then that humid hot ain't no much ain't much fun. Oh, that he, muggy, yeah. There's nowhere you can go. Like Southern Illinois was like that too, man. Oof. I mean, walking down the hallway was like, like being like, poolside in the summertime, yeah. indoors. Yeah. You ever go like you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. muggy? Um, what's that place in Bozeman where the warm springs? Hot are? springs. Hot springs. When you go in there and how it's just that's how warm it's springs like everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, warm springs. Yeah. Yeah. Was like that warm springs? You almost said the warm springs. Yeah, yeah. I did, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went and um, I was in Madison, Wisconsin, back in two thousand summer of two thousand for a basketball tournament, and man, that was hot. I mean, that it was humid and. Yeah. We played in this gym, man, and just like standing, just sitting there in that gym and you're just sweating. It's bad. Yeah, so I've definitely been Madison. in that kind of weather. Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on how you're doing now, today? <clears throat> how you feeling today? Well, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm a 7. That's kind of where I always am. I try to stay at like a 7. Not too high, not too low. Yeah, not too high, not too low. I'm just trying to, just trying to stay even keel. It's kind of smooth sailing. Yeah, yeah, and like trying to stay in that moment because that last episode we talked about, I don't want to get too high, I don't want to get too low, but I do get, you know, I I do get excited. I enjoy that moment, and even when I'm low, um, <clears throat> I I I feel that because to me, like I denied myself from feeling those things, even like the the low, the lows. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. I tell myself that. I'm feeling that low. It's like, man, I didn't just feel this. It's a beautiful thing. Um, you denied yourself for so long. Just feel it. And when I'm tired of feeling it, then I pray about it, you know. Pray about it, give it to you about it. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with the high. Say, thank you for letting me feel this way, but I'll give it to you. I don't want to stay up here. Yeah. Until next time, I'm going to go back to my seven. Let's move forward. Um, but, yeah, as far as, you know, life, you know, life is life. You know, life on life's terms. Um coming to more and more terms with that yeah just because you know <laughs> going through that grief you know still going through that grief um yeah you know my dad passing and everything i think it's kind of it's like um i was listening to you know we had him on leeway he has that trailcast his podcast and they were talking about grief on one of their episodes and they were talking about how <clears throat> um they don't go through like the different stages of grief and on like a linear and they said sometimes they'll go through all of them in one day or they'll you know a couple of days or half a day or they'll feel like denial about it and then you know they'll get mad about it and that's kind of how i've been um just kind of like some days i'm mad you know some days i'm in denial about my dad passing um disbelief still and then there's like accept days of acceptance. Yeah, man, he's gone, you know. But <clears throat> that's what I that's where I've been at. I've just been feeling those feelings and trying trying hard to stay in the moment and trying hard to like just practice what I preach. Mm-hmm. You know, I preach the red road, I preach I preach recovery, I preach using your tools. So I've been really trying to use those things. Um 
because there was a part of me that just wanted to run. Like, I didn't know where I was going to run to, <laughs> you know, yeah. per se, but it was like that old wanting to escape, um, you know, and say F it and just escape. Like, that was real strong, like, back in March. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think, you know, like, really what I got out of that and kind of what, what my thoughts would be, you know, like, for me personally, I think it's important to to go through that process, you know, whether you're whether it's grief or you're you're feeling down or you know any kind of negative emotion. I've learned how to just go through the process and let it take care of itself because ultimately, you know, this too shall pass. Um, and then you know, like you said, using those tools that you learn, you know, I I use you know like just things that I hear from you two. Mm-hmm. I'd like. You're always quoting scripture, and then I remember, oh, man, Randy said this, and then, you know, then he expanded on it, expanded on that thought, and then, you know, I can use that, or, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter, but, you know, just to go through that process and let it, because I think if it, for me, like, if I don't, then it remains, like, unfinished business, mm-hmm. and it's it's back there, it's in there somewhere, mm. and I don't like that, because for the most part, you know, now, like, my life is I have no, I mean, obviously there's a lot of things I, I wish were, um, so like, I wish things were different (coughs) in a way, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, you know, me today compared to me seven and a half years ago, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yes. Because today, you know, I go, I want to, I can go golfing and not have to worry about anything before, whereas before, even if I did go golfing, I'd be worried about Oh man, I wonder if I can take some take a bottle out there, blah blah blah. You know, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, yeah. you know, what if I passed out way out in the seventeenth green or something? You know, what's this guy doing? Do yeah, people get um, DUIs on the golf cart? I think anything you with, well, you can get a DUI on a bike. Yeah, you can get a DUI on a horse, Montana. Yeah, Montana. But but you know that's that's how I see it. You know, and for the most part, like. I've also learned to just kind of, I mean, I'm really easy going anyway. Mm-hmm. So just to kind of roll with the punches and not let things get me down. And then to kind of process that too is like, like even the highs, like Josiah said, to process that and like, how did I, how did I go through that? How did I get through this negative stuff? How am I handling the, the, the positive stuff? Cause that way then I can share it with somebody. If they're feeling down, like, no, this is what I did. Not that you have to do it, but this is what I did. Or this is how I think of it. Maybe that'll help them. Mm-hmm. But. And they'll see from your perspective. Yep. And that, I think, you know, I I can identify with both what you guys are saying because I don't know, have it all together, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, and I don't ever pretend to. Um, I know that's a like a huge stigma for Christians, you know? They like, <laughs> like people, like when they, you know, when they, I guess what what I face is like, oh, you're supposed to be a believer. You're supposed to you mm. know do this and that, but really, like I've learned not to be so hard on myself. Mm. Mm-hmm. Even when I do make mistakes, when I say something I shouldn't have said, when I do something that I shouldn't have done, I do my best to go back and apologize. And like you you were saying, like I'm learning how to use my tools, especially with being in the forefront, mm. like using my voice, using my platform, like you know. Mm-hmm. To to really instill hope in people, and and when situations do come up, you're like, okay, well maybe you know, like even 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 my behavior on on social media is like going out there and cracking jokes, and then realizing, okay, maybe I shouldn't say this, 
and then mm-hmm. not saying that on there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, wow, I was bad for it for <laughs> Like, at first, like, saying what was on my mind, and I'm like, why doesn't everybody say what's on your mind? And then now I'm seeing it, I'm like, because it leads to a lot of <laughs> <laughs> Especially on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. but, you know, in my mind, I'm, it was never with ill intentions. It was always just laughing and joking. Yeah, yeah I, I, you know, I, I relate to that. It was never with, you know, malice, animosity malice. or malice. And it was always just like, and then realizing, like, oh, okay, maybe I shouldn't say that. And yeah. then kind I've of been really, like, yeah, like, and, and that's why I haven't been posting as much as I do usually and, and, yeah. and stuff like that because it's like, okay, I have to be accountable for my actions because what we're doing here is we're building a brand and not that I want to become something else. I just want to be able to practice my self-control, mm. you know, yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of reel myself in when I have to. And, and and like I said, I don't have it all together and realizing like I don't have every answer to everybody's problems. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't even have the answer to my problems, but what I can do while I'm walking through what I'm going through is remain strong. And I made that joke that one day, but I was actually, I really was at a one. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. it, it wasn't like a matter of like uh, using or anything, but it was like, yeah, man, yeah. I'm just tired. Like, yeah. I was like, it was one of those mornings the alarm goes off and you're like, even though you're grateful, you're like, do I really got to get up today? <laughs> How many sick days do I got? <laughs> yeah, like. Start counting your PTO hours. Yeah, and then it's even tougher at at my spot because Mondays and Fridays are the busiest, and we try to accommodate each other, you know? Oh, yeah. So if we do miss, we try to miss on one of the the lesser days, like a Tuesday or Thursday, uh, just to make it easier on everybody else. Because if we miss Monday or Friday, man, them are are big days for for my job. And there's only three of us at my my branch, so trying to be, you know, conscious of – of everybody else and their workload and, and respectful of that. But I did feel like a one, not that I was going to go relapse or anything like that, but I I allowed myself to feel it. And I was like, man, you know what? Honestly, I am at a one. People thought I was joking, but I wasn't because I was like, no, I am at a one because today I wish I didn't wake up at this time. Yeah. I wish I could have slept till noon, till 10, till 11. Yeah. But you know, duty calls, responsibility calls. And, if I don't get up and go to work, then ain't nobody going to come over and pay my bills for me. That's right. You know, nobody's going to say, oh, man, Randy, did you want to sleep in at till 10 that day? Here's rent this month, you yeah, know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to be that early warm. Yeah. Nobody, <laughs> nobody ever said this walk would be easy, but I'll tell you right now, it's not that hard. Really, I mean, you know. It's not. When, mm. when you think about it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like I was reading this description of golf. You know, um, <clears throat> then I really wanted to play some golf. So Dang, everybody's been saying golf. Like I know. Well, like, this, like life is kind of like golf. It's all in your head, man. Like you're battling yourself constantly. Like golf, it's a mental game. Mm-hmm. As a, I say more so than it is a physical game. Like you can practice all you want, pitch and putt, pitch and putt, pitch and putt, you know, work on your game, work on your drive. You could have the perfect form, but if you're not there mentally, you're going to shoot terrible that day. And that, And that's, that's, <laughs> A good analogy too, because like I just went and actually I got a tea time, so let's wrap this up. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, you know, like like when I when I when I'm teeing off at this one hole, remember that you have to hit it over that water? Yeah, yeah. And in my mind, you know, I go up there and I stand over the ball and I'm thinking, man, I hope this don't go in the water. And I hit it. Where does it go? Yep. Splash. 
But then, you know, I get it into my mind. I was like, man, that water ain't even there. Yep. That water's not there. I don't have to worry about it because I'm going to go over it. Yeah. And and, okay. the, and, the, and the outcome is different. Yep. Like so I always visualize it, huh? Yeah, I know exactly which hole he's talking about. I always just land. I was like, where am I going to go on the green? I should put it over here. Yeah. That's where, like, I don't even think about the water. Is if the water gets in there and then creeps into my mind, man, I'm psh, going yeah. for a swim. I got to get out there on the green, man. Yeah, you'll, you you like it. You said you've never been, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll we'll get, get to I just went, in, range. just went to the driving range once. That was it. But uh, I was out at lunch today with somebody, and they were mentioning going golfing on Father's Day. Mm. I'm like, oh, they're like, you ever been? I'm like, no. <laughs> My brother all the time when he comes back down, we should go golfing. Okay. <laughs> so shall I mention what I did today, though? Yeah, tell us. <laughs> Did you kill a duck? Oh, yeah. No, no. What I did afterwards. <laughs> so I went. I went this morning and I played a quick nine, and then afterwards I wanted to wash my car, and I still had the clubs in the back, and I wanted to vacuum it after I washed it, so I took everything out, and I put the clubs behind my car over there by those vacuums, and I knew it. I said it to myself, "You're gonna forget these, you dummy," <laughs> and I laughed. You know, I kind of chuckled to myself. Yeah. And, you know, I just went about my business. And then I go back to uh, the outlaw, or, you know, where, I, where I'm staying, and I wanted to chew, and I remembered I put my chew inside my golf bag, mm-hmm. and that's when it hit me. <gasps> I left them over there. Uh, oh, man. For like an hour, it would about an hour. Man, I raced up there, and I was like, I prayed, prayed, praying. And man, was, on a nice day like today, too. And I was trying not to speed, and I was like, uh-huh. Lord, let there be, let there be good people. I mean, these were my actual yeah. words. I was like, Lord, let there be still be good people in the world. Like a block away from a pawn shop, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. For real, dude. Like, like, like the biggest pawn shop here. Half a block away from the pawn shop. And as soon as I drove around that corner and I looked, they are just sitting right in the sun. Oh, and I thought, oh, man. And uh, I just, I, and then, then after that, I mean, I, I went from fear to just praying and then instant gratitude. And when I grabbed him and threw him in the back of the car and took off, I felt like just like a butt cheek. Man. Like I, I just felt ashamed or something. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I was thanking God. I Praise know, the Lord. I, like, I, did. I felt like a butt cheek. <laughs> I did. I did both at the same time. <laughs> I was praising God. And at the same time, I felt like just a big butt cheek. I was just yeah. filled with humility. Humbling. Humility. But like Josiah said, Josiah said earlier, he's like, you may have restored your faith in humanity. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, they, humanity <laughs> just bought themselves another year of faith from me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Not crazy, though, man, especially like on a nice day like today, everybody's out washing their cars, yeah. you know? Yeah, and, mm-hmm. they, and then they were lined up. I mean, there had to have yeah. been lots of people come after me. But that oh, was yeah. probably a good thing because there was too many people that knew that them clubs didn't come out of their car. Yeah. So they're like, I can't go grab it. There's too many people here. Yeah, I was telling him too. I was like, people are probably like seeing them. Like, oh, they're gonna come back after him. Yeah. You know when And the other two, the other thing I was thinking about when I was driving back with him, I thought, man, even in my addiction, I probably wouldn't went over there and grabbed him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe, but I seriously doubt it. Like, I would have been too scared. Mm, Yeah, I don't know. I probably looked around. If there's nobody, I grabbed him and threw him in my truck real quick. I forgot these. Oh, there they are. Oh, I was going to take them to the <laughs> managers if they busted. <laughs> oh, I was just going to put them over on the side. Oh, I was, was going to save I was going to put it you. on Facebook. I was going to Facebook. <laughs> I was going to save them for you. <laughs> but you said something earlier that I thought was kind of dope, man. You were like, when I look back seven years ago, I'm thankful that I'm not where I used to be. Yeah. 
And I think like that's so like dope for me because no matter how bad my day is, I realize that my like my worst day today is better than the best day I had when when I was using. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yep. you know that's a lot a of that. Yeah, like it, it is, and and well, you know, I hate being spoke to in cliches. Yeah. I'm well, like, man, you got to hit me with the original, man. Yeah. Like, he was just now talking about that golf analogy. You know, yeah. your your worst day on the course is better than your best day in the office. Yeah, yeah. sort of, kind of a flip of that, yeah. but same thing. But yeah, because yeah. it's like, yeah. and and it's crazy because today when I was ministering, like that's like what I was saying. Like I'm thankful to be where I'm at, and sometimes it's so easy to forget about. All the things that we battled through to get to where we're at today. Mm-hmm. Like it would suck to have to start back all over. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, that reminds me. I seen this um, just meme. <laughs> it said that um, take stock in how far you've come or take stock in where you are today because there's, there's a time when you prayed for the problems that you have now. Yeah. Like you've prayed for to be in this position that you are today. Back when you're in your addiction, I was like, man, I did, you know? Yeah. You know? So I, I that's that helps me. That, and you reminded me of that. That really helps me out, too. It's like, man, there was a time when I wished I was here at this point. I wished I was four or five years into my recovery. I dreamed about that when I was, when I was slamming them half a G's up vodka. And that's crazy because now, like, when you say that, too, like, I remember who inspired me. Like in my early stages of sobriety, was like uh, he coached. He's he's one of the coaches at Harden, but um, but Mike Domix. I remember him passing a year, and I'm like, man, God, I can't wait till I get a year. Mm-hmm. And then when he got two years, I'm like, God, I can't wait to get two years. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And then like once I got there, I was like, man, I can do this. Like, but that's who inspired me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember like being out there and and, and using and. and being at the job and using at the job, yep. Showing to showing to work, showing up to work high, yep. showing up to work drunk, and still doing what I had to do. But once I reached those little those little milestones, I'm like, man, like like you said earlier, like dude, it became easier. It just becomes a part of life. Like even though you go through things that are that are trying and testing, you're like, man, but I can't use. Huh. Like, I, I'll do everything in my mind, like, everything in my power to prevent me from a relapse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as long as I do that, mm-hmm. everything else will take care of itself. Yeah. You know? True and, and it And it's easy. Like, some sometimes it's just that emotion, feeling like a certain emotion, feeling like, and then realizing, like, man, that's not even a truth. Yeah. Because even if you feel it, it doesn't mean it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean you have to. Pursue it, yeah, yeah, and and that what that made me think of was like, like a lot of the things that, like how I say I roll with the punches, but most of it it's not that significant. Mm-hmm. I just try to make it in my mind, like oh man, this is just a huge thing. Then I take a step back and I realize, oh, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's this is a small like, um, just you know examples, you know like. In the workplace, there are people there that are always complaining, complain <laughs> about the same thing every day. Yeah, and every mother day. And I can, and I can, I can, um, I can definitely <laughs> go through that. But 
I don't. I choose not to because yeah. Yeah. I mean, why? I mean, why would I? Why would I engage in that? And then they all start getting into it, and, you know, like, and then man, I just pop my earbuds in, yeah, play some of my favorite songs, and boom, I'm good because I don't, I don't have to engage in that. I don't have to reach out and say, oh, I want some of that negativity too. Yeah, that's a choice. Or yeah, or step in trying to fix it. Yeah, or step in or you know trying to be right. Yes. Or trying to say, no, you got to do it this way and you got to say it this way and you, both of you guys are wrong, you know, just, pfft. yeah. Just you know what? Because, <laughs> you know, tomorrow they're going to be at it again. Yeah. Right. yeah. Nothing ever tests us like the workplace. <laughs> I know, right? Man. Yeah, you know. And, and man. Then, <laughs> but then we got to think too at the same time, like Josiah said, man, praying for a job. Yeah. Like, oh. I can pay my bills. Yeah, I can go golfing. Absolutely, I can you know take care of my car. Mm. I mean, I have a car. Holy, who would have ever thought that there was people that wouldn't even trust me to drive their vehicle to the yeah. store? Yeah, you know, like hell no, I, you might not come back, or you might wreck it, or you know, look at you, you can't even walk. Yeah, that's <laughs> dope though. Yeah, I mean, it's dope that you're here now. You know, like and, and doing that, yeah, yeah, like, like man, you, I got you're building trust up for sure, and like I'm kind of, I think one of you guys mentioned it, like within the past 20 minutes or so was that uh <clears throat> man i got triggered twice yeah like kind of i get triggered euphoric recall type of deal i was walking to work and i have i have to, uh, they put us in a parking garage now um because man our company is just growing anyway so the parking garage is like uh a block away from the office okay and i had to cut through i always cut through the um, post office parking lot there by the double tree like off of montana and I just go diagonal through the um, So anyway I was walking I stepped into the parking lot Of the post office And I was walking And there's like some ribs And there's you know Barbecue shop down the street Yeah So there's like some ribs Just the bones And there was like a, a HG there mm-hmm. Like a tall can High gravity Empty and I looked at it And I just remembered Boom right there I went back to like Remember when you're drunk and you eat some food, and it's so delicious. Yeah. And you're just like, nom, nom, and you're just eating, you're just grubbing, right? Yeah. Man, I went back to that, and I was like, man, I want that, like, real quick, just, like, split second. And then, like, as I was, I just kept walking, and I looked away from that, <laughs> that high gravity in those ribs, and I, I started laughing. I was like, man, I can't believe I just went right back to that. <laughs> I, man, I just, like, remembered that real clearly, and... And, you know, I mean, I, I laughed it off, and then, like, I played the tape, and I told some people about it because, like, I didn't want to let that, you know, I didn't let, I didn't want that seed to plant, then I want, like, you know, start entertaining that. Yeah. Um, and then another one was <clears throat> Friday night, um, we did an order for pickup for some pizza at Godfather's, and I walked in to pick it up, and the couple in front of me, they ordered their food, and I got a pitcher of beer, and I was just watching that guy, the guy that was the worker, and he walked over and he started pouring that pitcher of beer and I just watched him pour it. And then I remember that again too, like that kind of the f- when you're drunk, buzzed up and you eat. And it's so good. Like I just remember that eating pizza and drinking beer and that was just like real good. I just remembered like I just kind of got triggered again. <clears throat> um, but then again, like I, I just kind of laughed to myself and then I was like, I just let that go. I was like, man, that's not even worth it to get a pitcher and some beer because I know where it's going to take me. Yeah, you know it's gonna take me where to a point where I've sabotaged everything good that I've built up in my life to this point, and it's gonna take take me away from my kids, you know, take me away from my job, all that. So it's like you know, it's played that tape real quick. 
And that's simple as that today, you know, to battle those triggers. I always like that when you say that, play that tape to the end. Yeah. Because then you really, if you think about that movie, then it's like, man, one pitcher of beer. And then you watch the end of the movie and it's like. That's kind of like, you know, like when I look at everything, that's one of my struggles too, because I look at all the different types. Yeah. Of drinks that are out there. Yeah. I'm like, man, how come they never had that when I was, <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. my youth? Like I yeah. like I would be a better, you know, drinker yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it tastes better or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um and then I always have to ground myself too, like, yeah, but that's still like it looks enticing. Yeah. It entices me and the longer I look at it, the more it entices me. Yeah. That's when you just gotta rebuke it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that's when I like when it when it entices me, then I realize like yeah. But at this at the end of the day, like if I do partake in that, I'm gonna lose everything that I've been building. Yep. You know, and that will bring me right back. Yep. Or just you know alter my mood too. Like if I think about it too long, and then I'm like, then I become a grouch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. unfun to be around. Kind of dry, drunkish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I, you know, no, like, that's I think that's a powerful thing that we do instead of being like. Because when we say it will take away everything that I've built up to this point, like it, that that part might not happen right away. It might not even happen for a few years. But eventually that's what's going to happen. Yep. And that's where we got to go with it, mm-hmm. you know, to that day down the road, year or two from now. If I drink this now, that's what's going to happen then. Yes. You know, so... <clears throat> yeah, man, that was one thing that my first sponsor like drilled in my head. You got to play that tape all the way through to the bitter end. Yeah, and I, <clears throat> I always use that chess analogy. You know, what's the end game? You lose. Yep, checkmate. Checkmate, son. Guess where you're at. Yep, exactly. You know, there's really no, there's really no end destination mm. except locked up or dead. You know, like, especially as somebody that has an addictive personality, like, that's where I would end up, you know? Jails, institutions, and or be, death. Yeah, to be honest, I'm I, I'm scared to die like that. Yeah. Like, not knowing where, you know, what will happen with me and, and not wanting to live away from my family, like, you know? Yeah. Like, that's enough to, to freak me out because yeah. I already almost lost it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for so. real. Right on, man. I appreciate you guys bringing your perspective on our little check-in this evening. Um, any last words on just how far we've come, episode 29? Man, it's <laughs> every time we do this, I'm like, really, already? Oh, we're going to be working on 30 here next time? Yeah. Pretty soon we'll be in the hundreds. But, oh, 100. Oh, left 100. 100. 100. Oh, left. Oh, then we'll get back to our per cap. Per cap episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but if anybody ever take, or takes anything away from this episode, the one thing I want to say is that it doesn't matter where you are, it doesn't matter what you've done, doesn't matter, you know, if you drank yesterday, if you got dreams today, instill that hope, that belief, that faith inside of you because even your wildest dreams will come true. And you take one step at a time, pretty soon you're going to realize that dream and then you're going to, Say to yourself, I didn't dream big enough. Then you go to the next thing. Yep. So keep moving forward. Yes, sir. And I'd like to add on to that. If you've burned every bridge and possible, nobody believes in you, 
Um, hit us up, man. We believe in you. Amen. Yes. Uh, ho. I believe in you. Yes, we all believe in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but 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 like I said, man, like we do do this to encourage you guys. So don't be afraid to reach out, man. Especially if you're in a dark place, do not hesitate. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know to message uh, message us. Well, I'll put myself message me personally, or you know mm-hmm. the 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 IG or the email or you know stuff like that, man. Yeah. Reach out, man. We all been there. Like we've all been there, mm-hmm. and we had to reach out. So. Like all the pride, reach out. Yep, get started on your recovery. Yep. Like you said, it's the hardest part is launching it. And just get started. Just get going. Make that phone call. Wow. Sure. And just lean on someone. Lean on me. When you're not strong, now I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on. It won't be long. <laughs> and I'm gonna need somebody, somebody to know. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I'm about to start clapping. I know. <laughs> Just call <laughs> on me, brother. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Hey, who's Joe Clark here? Who's Joe Clark? <laughs> all right, all right. Man. I think my, that's awesome. I think my inner Joe Clark was about to pop up there. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> clearing your throat. All right, man. Let's go into our speak on it. And DJ, why don't you hit me with that beat? Speak on it. Speak on it, bro. On it. And that, bro. Speak on it. Speak on it. Speak on it. All right, all right, all right. This is Mo Hugs, not drugs. Uh, your favorite Indian and Pat Gotti joining together for the, to continue our series on suicide prevention, QPR, question, persuade, and refer. And last week we covered the question part of the QPR. Now we're going into the P, which is persuade. And I'll read this um, little snippet here, and then I'll get your guys' feedback on it. How to persuade someone to get help listening. Once the question has been asked, most people most people thinking of suicide want to talk. Your role is to listen first. Listening is the greatest gift one human can give to the other. Advice tends to be easy, quick, cheap, and wrong. Listening takes time, patience, courage, but is always right. Ask yourself, whom do I go to when I need advice? You will seldom turn to someone who lectures you or makes quick judgments about what you should do. Rather... It is a good listener to whom we turn to in times of trouble. To become a better listener, give your full attention. Do not interrupt. (laughs) Speak only when the other person has finished. Do not rush to judgment or condemnation. Tame your own fear so you can focus on the other person. Sorry, I laughed there when it said do not interrupt because we're always interrupting each other. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut myself off there. Well, just hold I didn't mean to. (laughs) (laughs) See, IE right there. Uh, After asking the suicide question and getting suicide out in the open, listen for the problem that death by suicide would solve. Confirm your 
confirm your guesses and suspicions with questions. And if you get nods or guesses, you have helped that person to begin finding a way to live. Um, I'm going to read this a little bit more and then I'll get some feedback. The goal of um, persuasion is simple. All we want to accomplish is for the person to agree to get some help. A yes to any of the following question confirms that you have been successful. Will you go with me to see a counselor? Will you let me help you make an appointment with a counselor, a priest, etc.? Will you promise me you will go to the counselor, priest, etc.? Well, <clears throat> I mean, I, <laughs> I know in the past that, like, it's just, it was always part of my nature to try to solve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So rather than, you know, listen... I would. I was always guilty of interrupting and say, "Well, no, no, no. You need to say it like this. You need to think like this. You need to, you know, and basically try to fix things." But um, part of being in all the groups and the ther- uh, the I guess therapies and um, uh, what do they call? I mean, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, like when you go like treatments and stuff, like counseling, counseling, and all that other good stuff. Anyway. Especially in especially in a group setting, you know they the one of the first things that they they teach you is how to be a good listener, mm-hmm. and so that's some advice that I really, really, really tried to pick up. But really, you know, like I got the definition of diplomacy, and that's just it says skills centered around an understanding of other people and being sensitive to their opinions, beliefs, ideas, and feelings. So, in other words, the act of being diplomatic is just the art of dealing with people mm-hmm. in a good way. And I've always, you know, that's something that I strive for. And part of that is listening um, with an open mind and without judgment. And I'm still guilty of, you know, still trying to reach in there and pick at things and fix it. But I mean, you know, that's something that I'm working on. And so, I mean, and then too, and on the flip side of that, I know there were times when, I wanted, when I was hurting and I was suffering, I wanted to speak out and I wanted to be heard, but there were people that were doing that to me. And I don't know how that works. Maybe I got that from them as they weren't as, they weren't good at being diplomatic or, you know, good listeners or whatever. And that's just something I picked up like a, a habit I got from them, but I know what it's like to not feel important enough to be heard, mm-hmm. if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, I can I can relate to that part of it. I mean, I, I think that's important. I think especially, like, I, I realized, like, in the times when I had those thoughts, that's how I felt. All I wanted was somebody to hear me out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, I, didn't, I wasn't looking for somebody to answer my problems. I knew what the answer was to my problems. Mm. But because I wasn't allowed to express myself because that's not what we do as men. That's not what we do as grows. Yeah. That's not what we... You know, there's that yep. man myth. Yeah, man myth. And, and and but for me, I was like, man, like you can't heal it until you reveal it. Mm-hmm. You know, so and at the end of the day, it's just like okay, like make me a good listener because I'm also like you. I I have the habit of wanting to solve people's problems, mm-hmm. and I don't real I don't always realize that maybe they just want to be heard. Mm-hmm. But then when I think about it, I'm like, 
that's all I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like in times of rejection, in times of, of having those dark thoughts and where my mind would stay and, and stray and, you know, but at the end of the day, like it was beneficial for me to reach out and get a hold of a counselor mm-hmm. because they allowed, it allowed me to pour everything out, all that negative energy. Yep. And then coming up with a plan at the end. Like, oh, maybe this will help her and this will do like, you know. Yeah, just equipping you with some tools. Yeah. yeah. Like that's that's helped me like so much with my daughter because, you know, I'm, I'm I, I I like things a certain way. Yeah. And one of the biggest disappointments for me is, is like when things are out of order. Mm-hmm. And then in my parenting too, like, you know, not being the dad that I should have been. But then when you when I went to counseling, like she equipped me, yeah, and gave me different ideas, and and maybe that you know that type of you know reaching out and, and having those dark thoughts will equip whoever's listening, you know, yeah, to reach out to a counselor and begin begin to talk. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. kind of like what I'm thinking of. Yeah, and I think that um, <clears throat> like for me, um, I just went back to like. Prior to walking the red road, been prior to you know me getting full blown addiction, if somebody came to me and they're kind of you know like throwing a pity party or depressed or even like there was a time you know one of the relatives was like he had a gun said he's gonna kill himself and like me and my brother went over there and my dad and my dad talked him out of the gun and then like I went for a walk with this one of my relatives we went for a walk you know it was a nice day like today. And we just walked, and I was talking with him. But, man, I remember saying stuff like that, like, man, you shouldn't even feel that way because you have X, Y, and Z, you know, and, like, not validating. I mean, he ended up, you know, going and getting help, and I that was one of the things that I brought up during that walk was, like, you should, you need to go talk to somebody, you know, because, like, this is, like, I'm here for you. I can support you and stuff, but you know, you need to talk to someone like a professional. You need to talk to a shrink. You need to talk to a counselor or something. I remember ended up saying that started going that direction, but initially um, <clears throat> I was mad at him because he was being that way, you know, yeah. and I didn't have any training. I had nothing. I was just like, you shouldn't feel this way, <laughs> you know? And that was kind of my attitude towards it's a lot wrong of things. for you to feel this way. Yeah, I was like, you shouldn't feel this way because you have this, this, and this, and all of us supporting you, ma, 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 you know? And I was pissed, you know? Well, I think it was probably fear, but then it turned into anger, you know? And yeah. then I lashed out at him for, you know, trying to kill himself and all that. But <clears throat> that was before I had any training. <laughs> um, but sitting there and just listening, um, yeah, it, it, it takes practice, just like you said, you know, because um, we want to fix things. It's kind of like a natural thing for a male. You know, that's kind of one of our natural roles. We hear a problem, we automatically start thinking of solutions. Well, if you just did this, you'll be yeah, right. yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's been taking a lot of practice on my end, too. Just like um, when I was an addiction counselor, I had a lot of practice there, just letting people say what they got to say. And it's like, oh, okay, and like looking, listening, looking, like looking, kind of looking through their words and listening to them. Um, it definitely takes practice because me naturally, you know, I want to fix and be like, man, you shouldn't feel that way because this is what you can do and blah, blah, blah. So this was an eye-opener for me, the persuading part. And, and I think you said a, a really important word too in there was validation. Mm-hmm. Yep. To validate. Yep. Because... 
like kind of going back on what I was talking about earlier, you know, like if I don't process certain emotions or certain feelings during my day-to-day life, if I don't let them, you know, take their natural course and deal with them and, you know, using the tools that I've acquired, then it's unfinished business, right? Yep. And so, like, if like if I was reaching out and and all I wanted to do was be heard, then... You know, like if I was, somebody was doing that to me and I kept trying to fix it and kept trying to, you know, throw my two cents in or you shouldn't do this or you should do that, then I'm not giving that validation to me that would be almost like that unfinished business. Like I was not heard and now I can't get rid of it because it wasn't validated. It wasn't understood. It wasn't accepted almost. Mm -hmm. So in other words, like it just came right back. Mm -hmm. Yep. Definitely, and I think that validation is so huge um, just in our day-to-day interactions with people, just with each other, you know. Um, that's something that I'm working on. I think I've been working on for some years now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little bit better than I used to be, but uh, not where I, I want to be, definitely. And this last one, we'll close with this, <clears throat> is um, what if they refuse to get help? Refusal to accept help does not mean QPR failed. Another course of action is available. At present, the law, the law of the lands, do not permit someone to kill themselves or herself, kill him or herself, himself or herself without first receiving the benefits of treatment. Involuntary treatment may be necessary. In other words, no one has the right to complete suicide without first being given an opportunity to get help. And on that note, <clears throat> um, if you're with some other people and they they do acknowledge that they are suicidal. Like the best thing to do is to call the cops because if they refuse help um, and the cop knows that they have said that, um, that they are suicidal or they have suicidal ideation, that they have a plan at that point, the cop has an obligation to take them to the psych ward here in town. I've seen it many times Um, when I was out here working on the streets the street person said that, yeah, I'm thinking about killing myself today. Boom. They took him to the psych ward right there. Boom, right then and there. And they went and got a uh, mental health evaluation that day. Or until they held him in the ER until they sobered up. And then they had a mental health evaluation. Um, so that those things are in place. Um, so if you're listening and you're outside of Billings area, Billings, Montana area, I definitely check in with your police department and see what their protocol is. Yes. I'm sure there is something in place that is very similar to regarding, yeah, uh, regarding, you know, people that are thinking about self-harm or suicide. That's, <clears throat> I gotta be honest. I mean, I think for me that in the past, in the past, yeah, that would have been a tough thing to call the cops. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. just that phrase call the cops yeah it 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 just carries so many connotations especially to people of color oh yeah yeah, yeah. so i mean that that i mean i can understand if you know people would be hesitant but at the end of the day knowing what i know now and 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 feeling like oh okay well everything that we've tried thus far doesn't seem to have any sway or anything like that and it almost seems like this person is ready to give up yep then i would have to weigh the truth of somebody hurting and actually completing their own demise mm-hmm. or this other thing with a you know based in fear yeah 
I'm going to have to say, you know what? I want to save this person regardless of how I feel. Yeah. So in other words, walk in faith. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not trying to, you know, make it, you know, demonize that. I'm just oh, yeah, you know, yeah. saying that it, it's a, I, I think it's just a real thing. Yeah. And I think I kind of fall back on like my counseling, that clinical, like I'm addiction counselor. But if someone came in like this, you know, that was having like an episode and they're bipolar or whatever, at that point, it's beyond my level of care. So I'm going to call in someone who is certified to handle that situation. Yeah. So that's the kind of way I look at it. You know, boom, bring in the police officer because they're going to, they're obligated to take them to the psych ward at that they might time. Be, they might be mad at you, but at the same time, you yeah. got something done. Like, yeah, I can see that, but... I was like JC because mm-hmm. I, initially I thought, yeah, but the cops aren't really <laughs> with, you know, like, I feel like, and this is just my opinion, is like, it would be, you're kind of playing with, uh, you're kind of playing Russian roulette at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, you definitely yeah. want to get a, you know, hope you get a good cop um, because oh, yeah. we, we've heard horror stories Oh yeah, of, you know, like things happening when somebody was suicidal and, um. Uh, Oh yeah, you told you're yeah. talking about that pastor, right? Yeah, the pastor, like he was suicidal in Texas and and his family called the cops because yeah. he was suicidal. While they came and they ended up shooting him anyway. <laughs> Which is like completely defeats the purpose and that was my like where my thought initially went when he yeah. read that. I'm like, Yeah, that sounds good in theory for white <laughs> folks <laughs> but not so much for minorities. But yeah, yeah. I mean, but I'm not demonizing all the cops. I'm just saying like yeah, you, yeah. you think about that too though, like yeah, yeah. really as a as a minority. Yeah. Like, I know I do. Like, I can't speak for everybody else, but I think, like, are the police really the person that we call? But no. legally, that's who we do call because, uh-huh. you know, like, I would rather take a chance on that and then be successful in preventing suicide yeah. than like, somebody completing suicide. Mm-hmm. No, I, I see your guys' concern. Definitely legitimate. Um, and the way, I mean, I've been in that situation where... You know, I've seen it go down. Yeah. So, like, I would be present, and I would, you know, meet the officer when they got there. Like I said, that's why if there's multiple people in this intervention with the individual that's suicidal, then I meet the officer outside, kind of let him give him the lowdown, and, you know, handle it properly, go in and tell the person, hey, I I called the police because I'm concerned, you know, they're here, they're going to take you. Yeah. And really kind of orchestrate that. Not leave it up to them. Yes, to come in and yeah, you know, strong arm, slam yeah, him on yeah, the yeah. ground. You know, none, none of that. No, no, no. Yeah, just to basically saying, yeah, he's in there. Go get him. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. No, no. And and, and see, and I, I'm not saying that I wouldn't. I I definitely would because I like, like I said, I would have to weigh how much do I value this person's life. Yeah. Rather yeah. over this this other thing that's real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a real thing, but. I would have to say, well, you know what? I care about Randy. So yeah. I'm going to, and, and and I go back to this all the time too. It's like my mom has called the cops on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember sitting there, you know, getting booked in or whatever and just yeah. Ugh, yeah. cussing, just, just <laughs> cussing up a storm. Cussing up a storm. Can't just, believe she called the cops. You know, and, but she don't love me. She called the cops on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You exactly. want me to suffer? <laughs> yeah, you want me to suffer, and this is how you know you say you love me, and this is how you treat me. But, <laughs> but when I would have a clear mind, she I said, just want to see my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Remember out in the bumble? 
Bobble. Bob. Oh, I was going to say something, but this is a. I'm trying to keep it PG 13. Anyway. So, but anyway, when I had a clear mind and I was, you know, wasn't in that fog of booze and drugs, she explained it to me. You know, I know where you're at when you're there. I know what you're doing. I know you're warm. You're safe. Yeah. They'll feed yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she said, but if, if I didn't do that, who knows where I would have ended up. Yeah. You know, and she did what she thought was the best thing for me at that time. Yeah. And and even She's though I didn't of- even though I didn't like it to this day, there are times when I say, man, I'm glad I got thrown in jail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I was like when I got my first felony driving drunk with my kids in the car, I'm mm-hmm. glad they took me to jail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if I would have went another half mile down the road and boom, rode the car, huh? yep, or something, yep. And, and I and I, but I remember at the time I felt like at you know I was at my lowest point, like oh my god, you know how could I do this and blah, blah, blah. I'm just a pos and you know. Mm. But that to me was again the hand of God, yes, and saying you know what, there's more not only for me but for those two little kids, those little kids, yeah. There's there's more for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to take you, I'm going to put you in here, I'm going to take these two, and I'm going to put them in a safe spot. Yes. And then everything will work out in the end for all of you, mm. even mm. though I didn't mm. like it. Yeah. But again, I put myself in that situation. Yes. So, I mean, I think if I think back on all of that, put it together, then I'm going to have to say, yeah. And then now that listening to what Josiah said, too, is like, yeah, go out there, talk to the police officer, and say, hey, this is a situation. Yeah, you know he's relatively calm. He might freak out when he sees you, but you know we're gonna, you know, try to. We're gonna help you. We're gonna help you. So and like one of the things too, the persuade part was um, like saying hey, like if they do agree, like hey, I'll go, you know, I'll go to a counselor, and like, or if they're like kind of hesitant about going to, you know, setting an appointment, it's like hey, I'll drive you over there right now, because at that point, you know, you're kind of obligated too, like to get them to get that help. You know, so like, hey, let's go over to the, let's go to Billings Urban and Health, Indian Health and Health and Wellness Center right now. You can set an appointment with a counselor. I'll go with you. I help you register. We can do all that right yeah. now. Let's go. You know, and then if you're willing to do that, you know, take them on that next step. Since you kind of initiated that conversation, they're more apt to be like, all right, man, let's go. I'll go with you. And seeing that right there, just listening to that, that just it. It magnifies the importance of this this training that you're yeah that you're saying because I would have never thought of, of some of the things that you just now talked about yeah I mean maybe in a offhanded way but but I think it's important that we you know I think everybody should have something like this yeah because you never know when you might you never need know it. yep and it just you know it just magnifies the importance of it because I. I'd learned a lot just now and just listening to you in the last couple of minutes. Yeah. And it's like, there's a door that I feel like is open because of my walk on the red road that I've walked through. And I'm now I'm in this field because I didn't know any of this either. I was just kind of like, well, this is not on my radar, but now it is. And now that it's on my radar, it's like, this is very important. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so I think, yeah, like you said, it should be, Everybody should have first aid and CPR and QPR and mental health first aid. You know, mental health first aid is basically this, but for eight hours. <laughs> um, it's just something that we all should have. And and then too, I think part of that, part of it was getting over those 
kind of inner barriers that you have for yourself. Yep. Just based on stigma or fear mm-hmm. or false beliefs or things like that. I think it, it helps the, it's it, like you said, first aid. If, if, if I didn't know anything about first aid, you know, how can I help somebody even though I want to help them? Yeah. You know, choking on a piece of meat and you go over there and slap them in the face. Or <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to help you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That that sounds like a it's a messed up example, but, but yeah, if you didn't know, you wouldn't it, know. Yeah, it would didn't know, you wouldn't know, and you, yeah. that person is literally choking to death in front of you. Yeah. And so, to have that, you know, those skills, those tools. Yep. I think it's important. Yep. It's like the a mental Heimlich. And you know, especially for Native people, because on the reservation, you know, there's there's a lot of yeah. suicide. Oh man. And you know we gotta these are these are our brothers and sisters' lives, and we gotta help them, yep, and in any way we can, yes, yeah. definitely very i mean <laughs> I don't know, I feel like I'm reiterating like what you guys said, but oh. you really can't deny it, especially with this generation, like because they don't realize like I'm speaking of younger generation, yeah. right, yeah, like they don't realize that that. If they commit it, then that's permanent. Yeah. And there's a saying, you know, within the QPR, it says don't make a um, permanent decision for a temporary problem. Yeah. So that's like a huge part of QPR as well. And so, you know, that's in a nutshell, that's the persuade. Oh, that's the P in the QPR. And next is to like uh, refer and that's, you know, educating yourself on what's available within your own community. Uh, like for me, I said the Billings Urban Indian Health and Wellness Center, that's where um, we have behavioral health counselors. That's the organization I work for. And I know that I can walk up there, walk them up there, get them registered, get them an appointment, and I can do that. <clears throat> and there is other facilities, organizations within this community that are out there. And that's what we'll be talking about next time. Um, but in the meantime, you know, we've covered the question, how to question, what questions to ask, what question not to ask. And we've covered persuading. Um, and a huge part of persuading is just listening and validating what they're going through, not trying to fix it, but trying to get them help. And next week we'll recover, we'll cover the um, refer portion of the QPR. But I want to thank you guys, gentlemen. Podgotti and Favorite Indian for bringing it uh, not only on the speak on it but throughout the whole episode in our check-in tonight um, any closing words before we head out well, we're not going to record for a while now like you're yeah. going out of town yeah. so we did this early so it's like oh man what am I going to do I can go golfing yeah you can go golfing yeah go enjoy but, the, the night off but, yeah. but, I, but I, 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 enjoy, I kind of enjoyed this episode it was a little a little more laid back. Yeah, chill. Chill. Chill mode. Chill mode. And to our listeners out there, we love sushi. So yes, um, if you want to buy us a gift card to a sushi shop, feel free. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> if you, you want to bless us. If you want to bless us with some sushi. <laughs> I feel like there's about 10 of you out there that are going to sell a thousand. <laughs> Holy cow. There's about 10 of you out there, 10 of you listeners that are going to. Send gifts of $1,000. <laughs> Our next episode is going to be a telethon hosted by <laughs> Pastor Randy. <laughs> Pastor Randy. With musical guests. <laughs>
JC and his six string. <laughs> <laughs> Our favorite Indian in his six string. Your favorite Indian in his six string. Singing them old time spirituals. Uh huh. Come on. Go Hi. tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Ah uh-huh. hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, episode 29. You're going to finish that one. Oh, those of our listeners that don't know, that's actually us three. We're hitting them notes and we recorded it. We recorded it when we were in the. You guys gave it three. Yeah, Sanctuary. You gave it like three different names. This guy called it the Temple Tabernacle. Tabernacle. (laughs) (laughs) You know, over there, that big opening. The cathedral. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's when we were. Middle of the pandemic and we didn't have nothing else to do, so yeah. we just let loose one night. Yeah. Yes, sir. Trying to let catch the, trying to catch the ghost. Yeah, we're hitting them notes. We were hitting them notes. Yes, sir. All right then, well I appreciate you gentlemen. I appreciate all you listeners all across flat earth and all over. Oh my god, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had a question. Are uh, you flat earth? Pro flat earth or do I look like I'm anti-flat earth? <laughs> I'm like, Man, I don't know. They're always going back and forth. They're like, which one is He more just flat? says that to get on my nerves. <laughs> yeah. he, knows that, he knows that I know that yeah. the earth is round. <laughs> even our even our snow good, globe. Even our, like snow globe. Snow globe. It is. Even, we live in a snow globe. Even our uh, <laughs> Even our best friend, Mr. Christopher Columbus, knew. Well, he found out on accident, but he took a yeah. chance. Wouldn't yeah. you know? He didn't fall off the edge of the mm-hmm. earth. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Episode nine in the books. Yes, 29. 29. 29. 29. 29. 29. Can I get a 30? Can same I get a 30? Can I get a 30? 29. 30. Same age as me. 29. Oh, hey. <laughs> Same age as me. <laughs> 29 and holding. <laughs> 20, All right. T- tomorrow's my birthday, and Next. I'm 39.99. Oh. Ooh. Is it? Yeah. Tomorrow's your birthday? Yeah. Ooh, isn't that? Isn't that for real? Belly oh. button. Belly button. <laughs> Not recovery. <laughs> All right, then, well, DJ, why don't you hit me with that beat and send us out? I... Yo, Josiah Mo Fire, aka Mo Hugs Not Drugs. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.